0: My name is Coach, and I'm here to say RF Sports is here to stay. We got RF, and we got Royce, definitely your sports choice.
1: All right, everyone. Welcome, you guys, to another edition of the RF Sports Radio Show. This is our Black Friday edition. We have a short, short show for you guys tonight, just one hour long. When Normally, we're an hour and a half long. Uh, but we definitely want to thank everyone for tuning in. Thanks for following the show. It is uh, Friday. I know we normally come to you guys on Thursday with our picks, but we moved that to Friday since yesterday was Thanksgiving. So happy belated Thanksgiving to everyone. I didn't get a chance to hear me wish them happy Thanksgiving on Tuesday show. But today we're going to talk about a lot of good things. Me and Royce actually spent Thanksgiving at Jerry's house yesterday, so we'll get into a little bit about that uh also we're going to talk about some of the games that happened yesterday we'll of course do our world famous picks uh we'll pick some of the games we'll also get into a preview for tomorrow night's mavs and heat game which will be at live uh to do some things on the show so without further ado let me bring on our co-host real quick
2: hello Roy. hello Ryan, how you doing good how you doing Russ? uh man i'm wild man stuff from eating turkey man i hope everybody had a nice thanksgiving I uh, wore eyes from uh, watching sports. You know, we went to the Cowboy game on Thursday. I did everything I could to help the Cowboys win. Couldn't help them <laughs> right. Yeah, I wore wore Cowboy jersey. I'm going to post yeah, it you. on the website. Yeah, I did. I did everything I could to help them win. Let's talk
1: about right. that a little bit first. If you guys are listening to the show live right now, Welcome to the show. You know you can definitely call in at three two three nine two seven two nine zero six. If you're downloading the show uh, later over the weekend, you can always stay in contact with the show at rfSportsRadio.blogspot.com or reach us at Blog Talk Radio at BlogTalkRadio.com/slash rfSports. So let's talk a little bit about how we spend our Thanksgiving roars. Uh, we got a call basically late uh, Wednesday night. Uh, that they wanted us to come down to the stadium, wanted us to have a chance to to preview the stadium and also get a chance to get on the field uh, during the game. So, of course, we took that opportunity uh, oh, to yeah. go there. And we got there at what time? We got there about noon, around about
2: noon. I, I around admit, about noon.
1: Well, we didn't know that they didn't let anyone in till two hours before the game. So after we finally found a place to park, and and parking is ridiculous out there, Royce. So I think we saw prices yeah. at, what, 60 and up?
2: Yeah, sixty. I saw something for a hundred. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That is really is.
1: So, so Jerry's making some money, not just Jerry, but I, every, all those businesses along with Collins. You guys, be saying he said charge right. sixty bucks for parking it's and a hundred dollars for parking. So yeah,
2: that's, that we, is ridiculous, man. I, I mean, just just to drive through there and look at that was really, really, you know, it, it, I, like I said, they ought to be ashamed of Yeah, it was. So that was Jerry. Independent. And Jerry should have done. I mean, a hundred thousand people, man, at a game. You need to really have adequate parking. He really should have spent a lot more on parking. I know that was a condensed area, but man, he, I mean, they, they got to do better about that. That's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. And then once we got the chance to find somewhere to park, we, the, where they had us park at was employee parking, which was a distance from the stadium. They actually had a, a shuttle drive us from the parking lot to the stadium. Which is, which is really nice. By the time we got to the stadium, though, we didn't realize they didn't open the gates until two hours before the game, so me and Royce had to kind of huddle up a little bit. It got a little cold on us, didn't it?
2: Yeah, it was a little chilly. It was good,
1: good football weather, though. Good, good football weather. weather. And Once we got a chance, to, we were at the stadium in the atmosphere. We got to mingle with a lot of guys, a lot of fans from the show. Uh, we got to meet up with. They were doing their tailgating thing for Thanksgiving, uh-huh. of course. Uh, once we got into the stadium, and Russ, I know this—you've been in that stadium on the tour before. This is my actually right. first time going to the stadium, especially for a game, in uh, the game setting, especially a Thanksgiving game setting. Right. I mean, were, right. I mean, you tell me—were
2: you impressed by tell all you the what, amenities it was, that Jerry has? Not only that, Rodney, it was a Mardi Gras type atmosphere. I mean, it had to be just as many New Orleans fans as World Dollar fans. And one thing about New Orleans fans, man, they go all out. They, it was just like Mardi Gras. They had costumes. I mean, they had painted their face. They had the beads. They were, I mean, they were just fantastic. You know? And Cowboy fans were represented too. So, but the New Orleans fans are something else. They really are. Yeah, you guys can go into our blog if you look on there tomorrow.
1: You're gonna see pictures of not just uh, the Cowboy fans over there, but some Saints fans as well too. Because, like Roy said, the Saints fans came. All loud. I think it had to be just as many Saints fans as there were Cowboys oh, yeah. fans out there yesterday.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. They were loud. They
1: were boisterous. They were letting it be known. I mean, you could hear who that from outside the stadium, uh, right. from the amount of people Indeed. inside that were saying that. So we had a great time. Uh, we got a chance to meet a lot of people from both sides, from, of course, Cowboy oh, yeah. fans here locally to the New Orleans fans that drove uh, for New right. Orleans to get here for the game. So it was a really, really good atmosphere. The game started out really, really rough. Uh, but, again, we were just enjoying the atmosphere, having a great time. We got to go down on the field uh, a little bit. We got to walk through the end zone. We got to walk on the sidelines. So, Roy, talk a little bit about what you liked about being on the field and, and that view from down there.
2: Hey, i tell you what, I actually stuck my foot on the 50-yard line, which is fantastic. I looked up right there it and it's the largest scoreboard in the world. Of course, now it's one of the nicest. You know, it's the it's uh, 11th wonder of the world. It, it really is fantastic. You ever had a chance to go out there and see it? Uh, people go out there and see it. Go out and take the tour. But it's nothing like doing a game atmosphere. And if I'm not mistaken, the place was full. Yeah. Yeah, it
1: was full. You could say it was well, I would say, well into the 80,000 as far as people that were there. It was a very, very uh, huge uh, event. I mean, plus it was Thanksgiving so everybody was there. Everybody was loud. Family members were there. It was really, really nice. Uh, one thing I want to so comment on, I thought was, I, I thought was kind of outrageous. I, I mean, you're paying nine dollars for beer, and then you're paying sixteen dollars for a frozen daiquiri. I mean, they, they, that right there shocked me. Sixteen dollars for any kind of drink is a shocker for me.
2: But I think
1: that's why people tailgate. <laughs> Must be it's why tailgate. Right. Now to start of this game, we were there for uh, for a lot of the first half. We actually uh, left the game a little bit early, but we were there for the first half. And, and the Saints jumped out on them quick. They didn't waste any time. Oh, yeah. uh, they had a 17 point lead before Dallas was able to get a field goal right before the half. But I mean, just just talk about you know what you saw in the Saints, how prepared they were when they first came out, and how they just jumped on the Cowboys right out the door.
2: Well, you know, actually the Cowboys came out real sluggish uh Drew Brees was at his best, uh, the the things were rolling right along. But I was really shocked at how the Cowboys they didn't you know, they didn't go crawling to a hole. They didn't moan and draw. They 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 fought back. They they really fought back. And uh but you know, unfortunately once somebody had to win it was a really a very, very uh strange play. Out of Roy Williams to get the ball snatched out of his hand. That was touchdown. Any way you look at it, yeah. you know. Gone. Yeah. Anybody else would have scored. I think Dez Bryant probably shook the guy off. You know, he's hard to bring down anyway. He did the right thing. Everybody, you know, they talked about it on Sports SportsCenter. He changed uh, arms with what they teach you as a kid. But uh, it was unfortunate that that happened. But I say good play defensively. Not so much on Roy Williams was a good play. But it should have came to that. I mean Cowboys had a chance. They just they got in the hole early. So
1: Now one impressed. thing that
2: you did one thing that you did notice about the game was
1: one reason why you think they lost and they didn't get the ball up to Dez Bryant, am I right? Oh oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah. You have to get your the ball in the hands of your playmaker. Des Bryant Bryant was zero for zero, no catches. I mean yeah, I mean, where was he? He was absent the whole game. Mm-hmm. And, and the the last two games, you won it was because of him. And, right. you know, it, it, you have to get the ball in the hands of your playmaker. He didn't touch the ball. That probably would have been a difference in the game. I, I mean, I, I was it number that, called. what was going on right now? What did you see? Well, I,
1: I, I know they were trying to play him a lot closer than some of the other teams they played previously, but that doesn't mean you don't force a guy to bomb. I mean, they could easily throw a, a quick pass out to the – to the flat for Back. him to get the ball and be able to move around. They've done it before, but for whatever Back. reason, uh, they didn't like the coverage that he was playing. They had a hard time uh, getting the ball deep down the field. Of course, a lot of their players were run after yards after catch. You know, after they made right. the catch, Kennedy did throw for 313 yards, although he did have no TDs. And Breeze uh, was, of course, a lot better, but they did have a lot of turnovers on the Saints.
2: Oh, yeah. Breeze no, went for
1: 352 yards and only threw one touchdown. So, it really, right. you know, the Saints, I don't know how you really play this game because you can easily say, well, I mean, the Saints are going in the halftime of 20-6. to six, And then right. the Cowboys are at a comeback in the third and fourth quarter. They only lost by three thirty to 30-27. So, can you say, right. well, New Orleans lost the game, but can you say the Cowboys, uh, I mean, the New Orleans lost the lead from mistakes and did the Cowboys really play up the par? I
2: think they just got to uh, have to beating the Dallas in the first half, mm-hmm. I think that it kind of got sluggish. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know. The Cowboys could have played better, and I, I'm going to say the Cowboys played better. But, uh, you know, I didn't pick them to win. Of course, no, I know you did. So it's I'm not surprised. It was a very entertaining game. I will say that much. So were you so surprised? You, but, yeah, I, I was surprised.
1: I was surprised
2: they came back like
1: they did. I thought they had they had to win really locked up. I mean, they had the win locked up. It wasn't for that fumble. Right. I mean, right. we'd be we talking about a Cowboy win right now. I believe that. Now, although Bueller hit a 53-yarder, he had a chance for the 59-yard field goal, a long field goal, had enough leg on him, but just can't get it up through the uprights. So, you know, they lost right. the game, but, but I'm, I'm giving them some credit for battling back for showing a lot of resiliency. But this has been the problem for the Cowboys the whole season is, yeah. you know, just when you think they're – Got it locked up. Got it locked up. They had one of those plays where it's like, well, where did that come from? And that's basically what happened last night with the Roy Williams deal. You
3: uh, know, you
1: I, I couldn't imagine
2: the, him getting stripped like that. You think some of the win went out of the they, You know, they won the two game winning streak,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and then uh, they had the disappointing loss. Like I said, it was close. They, you know, it could have been, it Basically, they had won the game. They just kind of gave it away. You think that takes some of that out of the?
1: Well, that's the big question. Go Again, they gotta go play right. the coast next yeah, week in Minneapolis right. so at Lucas right. Oil Field. So that is the question. Has this team, you know, realised well look, you know, we had hope of running the table, maybe possibly to the playoffs. Now we're three and eight instead so of four and seven. You know, what happens to this team now? So we got to see what happens next week. Because they got a tough game next week. It doesn't get any easier at all. Oh yeah.
2: Oh we got a really yeah, tough the coach game next week. week. Yeah, that's not a. I, you know, I can't get, I see a victory coming out of that. They had to really play a flawless game to be to win that game. To, yeah, no I mistake. agree. I agree. And that's hard for this team to do. So, uh, overall, Filing what do you off. think about your? What do you think about your experience uh,
1: yesterday at the? Uh, at the stadium, what did you really like about the stadium? What What did you not like about the
2: stadium? I tell you why, it was one of those once in a lifetime things. that I'll never as long as I live to get it. Like I said to be out on the field while the game was going on and uh to look up, you know, from the players perspective, man. I mean, that kind of place must make you want to play better. Just being out on the field, you know, it's like being on stage. It really is. And I I was really impressed with the places. They're very, very, very nice. Uh too bad y'all don't have a team to go along with it. <laughs> mm. You know, I hate that. It's a sad thing about it. And I that's what's so disappointing, you know, Jerry built his place and uh, I think he was his heart was broken this year. So it'd been nice to have a Super Bowl here. That's not yeah. gonna happen.
1: Right. Yeah. Well we had two other games on Thursday as well. Of course the Patriots oh, yeah. beat the Lions forty five to twenty four. Although the Lions win the halftime leading this game leading his game seventeen to seven. But they only scored again once in the um, in the second half, and the Patriots actually put up 35 points in the second half uh, to beat this team. So it was really overwhelming for them. Brady went for four touchdowns, 341 yards. Deion Branch caught the, caught 113 yards of that and two TDs. So he was on on point as well. Sean Hill threw for 285 yards, one TD. Uh, Calvin Johnson only had four receptions for 81 yards and one TD. And the Pages really were just too much, too overmatching for the uh, for the Lions, although they played hard the first half. Uh then you had the Thursday night game, which is on the NFL network, with the Jets and the Bengals. The Jets uh twenty six to ten. Sanchez sixteen for twenty eight, hundred and sixty six yards, one T D. Carson Palmer seventeen for thirty eight, one hundred and thirty five yards one T D. And Ocho Cinco didn't even catch a touchdown this game, only had forty one right, yards
2: right, and right. four
1: receptions. So he really didn't have a a good game by any stretch at all.
0: Central I think T.O. only had... Good.
1: 18 carries, 41 yards rushing, so he didn't rush about ball that
2: good as well. I think
3: T.O. only
2: had three catches, what, 25 yards? No, he had four catches and 41 yards. Four catches, 41 yards, yeah. I mean, it, well, you know, it's like I predicted, you know, I think I was 3-0 and for Thanksgiving, which made my dinner much better. Uh, I had a perfect record that day, but you really didn't expect the uh, Detroit Lions to beat the New England Patriots. Did. Hey, I had hope. I, nobody had pick them. Them. No, been, I didn't pick them, though. I didn't pick them. And Detroit, uh, you know, they do have a, you know, they play pretty hard. They're a tough team to beat. They, you know, if you let uh, them jump out on you, they could probably could beat some team. That You know, that's been the Achilles' here this year. They weren't able to finish our game. But all in all, they showed some good things, you know, like Buffalo has this year. But uh, I really didn't expect them to beat New England. I know you don't like them very well, but Tom Brady and the way the Patriots have been playing, I mean, they've been on the road. And uh, they're probably uh, – they, they're clicking, you know, all cylinders. And like I said, this is now when teams sh- shifted the gear. This is where the, uh, you separate the men from the boys. You know what I mean? The good teams will keep on winning, and the bad teams will keep on losing. Yeah, pretty
1: much. Pretty much that's it. So if you guys are new to the show, tune in. Usually we do our shows on Thursday. We're doing it on Friday since yesterday was Thanksgiving. And me and Royce, of course, had a chance to go to the game yesterday. So if you you know about our Thursday show, you know we do our picks. We did pick these three games on uh, Tuesday instead of picking on Thursday, of course, because the game was Thursday and we're going to be doing our picks for the weekend coming up, and that will be in later in the show. Of course, we'll be joined by some of our uh, callers from, as, as always, it will be Rick, Rick or call in. We'll do our picks, and because we always do a competition with the picks uh, for the last show of the week, so we'll definitely get into that. Uh, we do want to announce that tomorrow night, though, uh, we will be live at the American Airlines Center doing our uh, live blog, our live broadcast from the AAC when the Mavs take on the Miami Heat. So I know we're excited about definitely doing that. We'll get a chance to speak with the coach as always. We'll also get a chance to talk with the players after oh, yeah. the game. To give you guys a little sample of how, that, how we do that, I'm going to play an interview that we played on Tuesday uh, that we did with Joe Kim Noah. This was Joe Kim Noah after the uh, Mavs played the Bulls uh, last Friday night. And it's just a quick interview in the locker room. Alright Sports Radio, we're here with uh, Joe Kevin Noah. Now you guys had a big rebound in the game. Can you talk a little bit about what was why do you guys just dominate on the rebound on the boards like that down there?
0: No, I think uh, we were definitely aggressive when it came to the boards. And, um, you know, I think that, you know, when you, Taj, Taj Gibson was very aggressive, um, you know, I just, I'm just trying to have the mentality right now where every time the ball goes up, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going for it. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to uh, – <clears throat> I'm not running back on defense. I'm going with the mentality, like, this is mine. This is, this I want to get this ball. And I think that Taj Gibson did a great job. Uh, you know, you could tell that he had that same mentality tonight. And um, you know, when he rebounds like that, and then we have one of the best rebounders in the league who's still out, it shows how um, how scary we can be. But you know, we still have a lot, a long way to go. And um, but it's exciting.
1: Now, I've been watching you since you were in college in Florida. I mean, you play with so much emotion. I mean, how important is that to have that kind of emotion, that fire? You know, when you have to on the court, especially when you are trying to motivate. Not just yourself, but your team also.
0: No, it feels good, you know. I I mean, you know, it it feels good because you work so hard to, to accomplish one thing and that's winning. And you know, when when you're tired, when, when, you know your knees hurt after the game. There's nothing better than coming back with the guys, and especially on the road, and coming back and knowing that you know we we won we won a, a game where I mean we hadn't the Bulls hadn't done this in a long time, you know. So. It feels great, you know, but at the same time we got the Lake Show next, so you gotta enjoy it. But understand that, you know, we got we got a big one in a couple of days.
1: Right, talk about that a little bit. I mean, you guys are basically you beat the Mavs. I mean, they're, they're a pretty good team in the West. You guys are playing one of the best teams in the Lakers. I mean, you know, are you excited about playing these teams out west? Are you looking forward to going to LA and
0: showing what you can do? As a competitor, you want to play the best, you know. And these are the elite teams in the NBA, you know, and. Uh, to be able to compete against them and there's nothing better you know it's the biggest stages in the world um you know that's what we grew up you know playing for and uh, i I try never to forget that and um I think it's it's just it's really exciting and, no, and also knowing that we don't have one of, we don't have a monster we have a monster coming in pretty soon, so, uh, you know, I think we're playing good basketball, and uh, we just got to keep it up.
1: They call us, us, we're going to help you guys when he gets in, especially you down low.
0: What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, now. They yeah. don't lie. That, guy, that, that man's a beast. Yeah.
1: yeah. And that was just a quick interview I did with Joe Kim Noah last Friday night, so we'll have more interviews like that with the Heat players, LeBron. Uh, of course, we'll talk to Chris Bosh, him being a right. hometown guy. We also right. get a little, a uh, little bit from Dwayne Wade, and of course, we have our Mavs on the show, as always, as well too. So let's talk a little bit, Royce, real quick about this game tomorrow night. Now, uh, basically, the Heat are the ones lipping into this game. They're on a three-game losing streak. They're playing the 76ers tonight, which gives you guys an update on that score. And the Mavs are coming out for high. They just beat Oklahoma City. Tonight they're playing yeah,
2: San Antonio. How's that game going? They're in a dog fight. It's fifty one, forty nine, half time. I mean it's uh it's a very good game. They trading points. I think the league's been traded about ten times so far in this game and uh, they they playing with the San Antonio Spurs. This is gonna be an interesting game. If they can come out in winning, they could go in tomorrow night, uh with, with a very you know, with a two game winning streak. Yeah. Against two good teams, and uh, actually, if they win tonight, that'll
1: they'll be that'll make a, a four-game winning streak for them. Actually, because right, right, they right. cause they came off a win uh, uh, Wednesday night, at Oklahoma City, and beat the Thunder, yeah. Yeah. which is
2: which is yeah, uh, which L- is a team that's hard to beat. Right, two two teams that were in the playoffs last year. Right,
3: two
2: two really good teams, and this San Antonio team is totally different. I mean, they still have Ginobili, and Ginobili has just been outstanding tonight. He's just been Hitting threes from all over the place, but uh, I I I predict that the Mavericks can beat the the He They they they're confused right now, and mm-hmm. they might as well take advantage of them now before they jail. I don't know what it's going to be like later. And this this is a good Maverick team. They can beat anybody on any given night when they're clicking. But yeah. I, I'm just more concerned about how they're going to do once they get in the playoffs. That's that's the problem. The last I couple think years, every I think you know. every
1: fan feels the same way. If we watch this team. Right win 60 games, uh, consistently right. win 50 games. I think they hold right. the record right now right. for consecutive seasons with at least 50 wins. But right. it's all about what this team does in the playoffs. Now, they made it. They made additions right. with Tyson Chandler. We've seen that right. work out to our advantage up until this point. He's one of the league leaders right now uh, in rebounds, or at least in the top five. And, of course, he's getting a lot of putback points. He's heavy defensively down low. The one thing that is going to kind of bother me now, is, is and we'll see what happens tonight, because tonight they don't have Brendan Haywood. Uh, so right. that's another piece that they're missing down low. So they're going to be subbing in uh, the new guy uh, from France, Mina, and also they're right. going to bring in uh, Cardinal as well, too, to spray some, some minutes off the bench. But that's going to be the true test of it. If they can beat San Antonio tonight, this will be San Antonio's only uh, second loss of the season. They've only right. lost one game. they got the best record in the NBA right now. So this is a true test for the Mavs, a rivalry matchup. So if they can win tonight, I don't see any reason why they can't beat the Heat. If the Heat are losing, they lost three in a row. If they're going to lose to in Indiana. They're right. going to lose
2: to these other teams. Right. Right. Well, you know the Mavs right. could do that. And a team like like Dallas, you know, high powered offense. I I I see them uh, winning tomorrow. I predicted them to win tomorrow because the Heat are limping and they do have trouble. And Dan Fair gets to come back and play against Dallas. So I. Be interesting to see if he plays tomorrow night. let uh, Right. So i like to see Tyson Jones have a good game against that period. But uh, uh, he was lucky to get with them. Uh, you know, he, he's, a, he's a veteran player, and I'm glad to see him get with the team. And why not Miami? But if they don't get it together, I, I'll see them. I, I think they just want to make the playoff. Uh, maybe by then they'd be, a, you know, the jail and the chemistry would be there. But I they I, LeBron James game has changed too much. He needs to play like LeBron James has always played. I think and the Dwayne Wade and everybody and it'll come together. You know what I mean? You you play with guys you never played before, and you know when a guy's really hot. You know what I mean? I give him the ball, distribute the ball. It's just basic basketball. So uh, I think they're trying to pass too much. The chemistry's not there. You know they're trying to force stuff. And you can't pull it to basketball. So you have to let it come naturally. It has to flow. Yeah. So, yeah, I think and I it think might think,
1: uh, be tomorrow. Yeah, I think so, too. And then don't don't take don't take for granted, listeners out there, that the fact that LeBron has had a, a – his mind is really gone right now. He's realizing that right. next week he's got to go back to Cleveland to face right. those fans next week. Right. So he's, got th- right. he's got that on his mind right now. Uh, and so plus, uh, about and, and talk about the troubles for the Heat. Uh, Phil Jackson, coach of the Los Angeles Lakers, the Hall of Fame Phil Jackson, made some comments earlier in the week about the situation down in Miami. He was basically asked a question, posed a question to the effect of what do you think is going to happen and when is Pat Riley going to coach this team? And he made a comment about it being pretty much the same situation when they got Shaq. Eventually Pat Riley going to come down there and coach the team and it will be some story about the the head coach wants to leave or whatever he wants to do. And then Stan Van Gundy, uh, coach now for the Orlando Magic, he was actually the coach of the Miami Heat then
3: uh, when Shaq
1: came and and Pat Riley took over, made some comments about Phil. You know, shouldn't have commented on something like that. It was inappropriate what he said. He doesn't know the reason why he left. When It's playing his day as far as I'm concerned. I mean, there's no secrets about it. Pat Riley came down there and coached that team, and that's the team that won the NBA championship. And I think it's only a matter of time before Pat Riley comes and coaches this team. I think if yeah. they lose, if they lose any more games, they've lost three in a row, if they lose five in a row, I I, I expect to see Pat Riley on that bench coaching the team.
2: Oh, yeah, eventually. Yeah, that, that that's going to happen. Because uh, they are losing, and, and uh, it's perfect setup for Pat Riley. I think that was going to happen even before the season starts. You know, he gets the chance to coach see three legends, but other than those three in Haslam, they just have a bunch of misfits, and that—that's the problem—is is the bench. And these other guys they got around, they're just a bunch of misfits. You know what I mean? They, I don't think they can start on anybody's team out there in the NBA. They're just second stringers. I think that's a lot has a lot to do with the problem too. You know? Yeah, they and the plus we've they've lost.
1: Uh, They've lost Edonis them for the season. Right. Mike Miller is yet to play; he hadn't played with this team yet. He's still on the right. bench with an injury, uh, and then Chris Bosch had a uh, back spasms the other night that limited his game. Right. So we don't know how how effective he's going uh, he to be. We can already tell the way Wade's playing hurt; he's not as explosive right. as he used to be. So yeah, this right. team is really limping and it wounded right now. So the Mavs have a right. chance to really to really go after these guys. So. Now, let me ask you this. What what can we expect tomorrow from the atmosphere? I mean, I, for the Bulls game, when I was there for that, ESPN covered the game, and it was cameras everywhere. It was media everywhere. The Bulls have a large traveling uh, press that travel with them game to game. But can you imagine what it's going to look like tomorrow night when the Heat come to town?
2: Oh, yeah. Now, this is a big game, you know, especially with Miami losing. And if Dallas wins tonight, Dallas on the winning streak. I mean, everybody wants to cover this Miami Heat team because, you know, that's news anyway, especially to see them lose. I look for a lot of media play coming out of this game tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a big one. It's a a must-win for really both teams, especially the the Heat. And uh, if Dallas is going to be any kind of playoff team, they have to defend their house. So why not start tomorrow night?
1: Yeah, and this team has really been battling back real strong in the fourth right. quarter. I mean, they came back in the fourth quarter on the uh, on the Oklahoma City Thunder. They've done right. it to the Boston right. Celtics, so they've yeah. been a team that rallies in the fourth quarter. And uh, one of the things that I know that Coach Crowley has been talking about for so long is defense. And this team is actually bro, it's, uh, fourth in the league in defense right now.
3: Oh yeah. So
1: they yeah, have I'm made a defensive that. statement. So, I mean, do you think these guys are really starting to enjoy playing defense, or you think that's just Tyson Chandler being around the rim? I, I think
2: it's Tyson Chandler. You know, he's a lot more active on the board than Dampier was, and uh, he, he has better hands than Dampere. You know, they lost a lot of balls because Dampier couldn't hold on to it, you know, and, uh, I, I, he's more, and Chandler's more active. He's more of a scorer, too, so I think it has a lot to do with that. Brendan Haywood is more athletic. So I, it's, a, it's a different presence on the inside. I think that, that helps the guys play uh, on the outside, too. So yeah. I, And they are playing better defense. They are Yeah, a I think lot so, better.
1: too. I think right. so, too. I think they're definitely playing. You could definitely tell a whole different defensive presence, especially down low with Tyson Chandler being there, right. keeping a lot of teams right. out on the perimeter to, to shoot jump shots. And, right. and you know how that goes. You live by the jump shot. You die by the jump shot yeah. just as right. easily once it starts working. so. But, yeah, I think it's going to be great tomorrow night. I can't wait. If you guys want to follow our coverage from the Mavs and Miami Heat game, make sure you go to rfsportsradio.blogspot.com. That's rfsportsradio.blogspot.com, and get the up to the minute updates. If you have Twitter, you're following us right now, make sure you join and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash rfsportsradio and get your updates that way as well, too. And, of course, if you want to download the show, go to iTunes, type in RS Sports Radio. You can stay on top of the show and download the show as well, too. Um, of course, if you guys want to call in, you got plenty of time. It is a short show. We've got about 30 minutes left in the program. And you can reach us at 323-927-2906. That's 323-927-2906. So definitely want to hear from you guys. On the other related basketball note, Royce, now we got to report this. This is a matter of national security right here. But uh, President Obama, doing the pickup basketball game, nah, hey. he, got to say, <laughs> he got elbowed in the lip by uh, Ray DeSerga. He's the uh, Congressional Hispanic Caucus. Uh, he nah. works for them. Elbowed him in it, barely in the lip. Had to get 12 stitches today.
2: Now, what, what's nah, going to happen to this guy? Uh, he'll probably be picked up tomorrow. Oh, they might pick him up tonight. No, but you know, that that that's basketball. We all had that. Yeah, you know, twisted anchor and busted lift, that's all basketball. Uh I think he's you know, he's probably sorry. You don't want to be known as the guy that elbowed the president. So uh the question is, did he airbow him back? <laughs> that's or did he make a it, it is start? a question. You know it yeah. is we don't know what right. happened after that. We don't know what happened after that. Right. <laughs> Like cut the fade to black, so we don't know what happens,
1: yeah. Now I did find something interesting about the president is too, is actually uh, Barbara Walsh was doing the interview asked him about the Miami Heat, what he thought about what was going on. We all know that he's a, a huge sports guy. He said he wasn't too thrilled that LeBron and uh Dwayne Wade turned out a chance to come play for the Bulls, so he was a little turned off about that.
2: Oh yeah, you know, he, he kinda campaigned for him to come to the Bulls. You know, that's his hometown team. And- Boy, just think what what if one what if one of them had went to, to the Bulls, the way the Bulls yeah. are playing. I mean,
1: wow, man. Yeah, he's got some he's got some strong opinions about sports. He even told Sixty Minutes one time that, and this is his quote: he was talking about the playoff system for college sports, and he said, if you've got a bunch of teams who play throughout the season and many of them have one loss or two losses, there's no clear decisive winner. Right. We should be creating a playoff system. That's the president talking right there.
2: So oh, there you yeah. go,
1: BCS, take that.
2: Well, maybe he can make that for for uh, for the tournament <laughs> off. He show. would have to for the work. Well, he would have no fair. choice. He would have yeah, to. Yeah, he had to. I feel like that's what it's going to take. Active Congress uh, of a made it to a lot. So, yeah, we'll see. Now, we did have a couple of
1: games going today. Actually, last night I want to congratulate a lot of local players that play for Texas A&M. They did beat up on oh, Texas last night. Uh, they're going to get a chance to play in the Big 12 championship. And of course, Auburn today rallied from 24 down to beat Alabama. And that, oh, was, if you watch okay. this game, that got now you got to wow. be pretty impressed. You got to be impressed with Cam Newton and his poise, but also for that Auburn defense for stopping Alabama in the second half and being able to pull out a win by one point, 28
2: to 27. I tell you, Rodney, the first half. I mean, I was getting ready to write him off as a hoax, but he proved himself. You know, second half. I think he was like uh, no passes, no completions, and a uh, minus five or six yards the first half. I mean, they couldn't do anything. Alabama just really put it on them. But the, mm-hmm. for them to bounce back, come and win, I mean, it was fantastic, man. He uh, he really uh, shut up the critics because of his play. I know, you know, a lot of times you don't get off to a good start. It's how you finish, and he finished very well. I mean, guy, he's a complete package he has an arm and feet, and he's very tough. Yeah. So he's a perfect
1: oh, yeah. body for a quarterback, you know. Yeah, he's 6'6". Six, six. He's 6'6". Six, six. He runs. He's very, very fast. He's got a cannon for an arm. He can look over right. the defense and, and make some really, really smart decisions. He's a running quarterback that can throw. He's a run-first quarterback. Right. Right. Uh, right. This finishes off a perfect season for these guys. They go to the SEC Championship and play South Carolina. I mean, they were down 24-7 to seven at halftime oh, and yeah. actually oh, yeah. came back and won this game 28-27. to 27. I thought it was a great game. This may be that one game that kind of puts him above everyone else if they haven't already
2: in Heisman uh, votes, I would think. Right. So, yeah. I,
1: yeah.
2: Different. And uh, I think if there was a lot of stuff surrounding them, you know, a lot of stuff came out, well, they, they had plenty of time to prove stuff. So, I don't know what's going to happen, but the guy, you know, you can't take away his athleticism. You know, he is an athlete and what he's got on the field. So, I hope that gets straightened out. And, like I said, he reminds me of a young Michael Vick. Uh, you know, that's the next breed of quarterback. He needs a little work. But, uh, yeah, I see him, you know, going with the team, sitting on the sideline a year later. And NFL is totally different from college. And I look for him to be a pretty good, pretty good prospect. So we'll yeah.
1: see how that turns out right. Yeah, we definitely see how that turns out. A couple of the games that happened uh, today, uh, you had Nebraska beat Colorado 45 to 17. We're still in waiting to kick off for the uh Boise State game they play Nevada. That's going to be a game you guys want to watch that comes on the ESPN at 9:15. Uh so it's going to be kicking off here pretty soon. Oregon, the number 1 team in the country is leading Arizona right now the number 21 Arizona. 41 and 22 is about 12 and a half uh, minutes left in the fourth quarter on that game. Royce, you want to give us a quick update on the
2: uh, on the Mavs? See what the Mavs are doing. Well, it's, it's still halftime, so they they just uh, get back on the court. They're down four points now, so uh, we we have to wait and see still in the game. But as long as they stay close and finish the game, I, I see them doing good. And you know, Ronnie, you know how I feel about this college football. You and I. I, I still say TCU should be number two. I know you disagree. I disagree. They're still my team. They're still my team. I disagree. You got well, to give
1: to them you, I'm the game. I'm going to tell you why I disagree, because I think Boise State has played, this will be their second-ranked uh, team that they play. TCU's only played one this season. On top of that, I feel like, you know, when TCU and Boise State did play in a bowl game, Boise State beat TCU, and every team that Boise State is playing the bowl game, a BCS school or automatic bid school, they're beating them. They're beating Oklahoma. They're beating a lot of good teams. I think they deserve a shot over over TCU.
2: Okay, well I that's how you feel, but uh, I, and TCU probably, yeah. If they make a good showing in the bowl, will you be convinced then? I'll I know be they get blown away. I'd be,
1: be convinced. Convinced if they, okay, I'd be so convinced. I'd be convinced, but I
2: think if both we'll
1: wait to see. if Auburn and um, and um, Oregon win out, of course they're gonna play each other, and then we might All just right. see Boise State play TCU in the in another bowl game. We'll see. We'll see what's gonna have. Have, it may happen. Now, TCU tomorrow plays uh, New Mexico tomorrow at three uh, o'clock tomorrow. So definitely check on that game as well too. But well, let's get into some of our picks real quick. Right,
2: we know Ronnie that that's, that's, they're going to have to represent Texas because Texas is definitely not there. So that's probably be one of one of two teams from Texas that do go to a bowl game. Well, that's true. So too. I am pulling for them. So yeah, I hope they do win. That's 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 one reason why I'm buying them. I, I yeah. like the team. Really good team. Yeah, that is true. Right. Yeah, they are going to be one of
1: the only two teams to make it out there. All right. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get started on our picks real quick. Let me welcome onto the program uh resident NBA analyst, our re- resident NFL analyst, and our procrastinator. On, uh, I say procrastinator. I should say prognosticator on right. picks. Although he did lose last week for the first time <laughs> uh, in a couple yeah.
2: weeks, <laughs>
1: and Royce, you actually won,
2: so you still picking?
1: I got do it, man. Uh, right?
3: You
2: know, it was gonna. I actually won it yesterday too.
3: <laughs> yeah, you did. You almost right. lost, man. That's Ooh, right. was so right there. Yeah, but it's yeah, all good, man. though. Yeah, it Hope is. Hope y'all Thanksgiving was nice, man. And and same to you. How was yours? It was good. It was good. Got
2: a chance to see a lot of people, man. Where, where it should have been because you were turkeys and the Cowboys were turkeys. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I was eating on a nice smoked one, too.
0: Hey, don't worry about it,
2: Rick. Rick, don't worry about it, because it, everybody
1: goes to the blog. You go to rsportsradio.blogspot.com tomorrow morning, and you will see a picture of Royce and that Cowboys up. Uh, <laughs> representing at the <laughs> game. There we go. Representing at the game. Yeah. That's Very right. Go to the blog. <laughs> you, see, you see him representing at the game. Let's jump into it, guys. I mean, we, me and you, Rick, we're starting out uh, two and one. Uh, For the week, Royce is already starting out 3-0, he's got the lead on us. But, of course, now comes the big Sunday where we get to pick all the big games. And we got some great games to pick, some real tough games to pick. This may be our toughest uh, pick uh, week ever, really. They got some tough games this week. We're going to start out first with the Packers. And the Packers will be going to Atlanta to play this game. They're playing the Falcons. And, Royce, of course, you get to pick first.
2: Well, you know, right now I had to go get a dustpan because I got a broom in my hand. I think like, I'm going to do a sweep for the rest of the year. I, You know, I, I, I'm going to go with the Falcons. The Falcons on the road. I think they're just a little bit better than Green Bay. And uh, Green Bay is a little banged up, I'm, and they're playing in Atlanta. I got to go with the Falcons. Yeah,
1: you're, going with the, you're going with the Falcons, huh? I'm going with the Falcons. Okay. Rick, who are you picking?
3: Well, I'm I'm starting out of the gate um, agreeing with Royce on this one. So uh, I got to go with the Falcons, too, for the fact that they are playing at home. And, you know, I just think they're playing just as good, if not better, than the Green Bay Packers, you know. So I do think it'll be a pretty good game. I just think the Falcons will be able to uh, take advantage of the home field. Mm.
1: And these two teams, uh, to me, they're pretty evenly matched. Uh, although the Falcons are eight and two, Packers are seven and three. The Packers are coming off a huge win against uh the Falcons, which got another coach fired. So they're riding a high horse right now. The Falcons are coming off a win as well too. Now what I thought was interesting, both of these quarterbacks are about even. Uh Rogers so far for the season is done for twenty six hundred yards and Mike Bryan for so far for the season was thrown for twenty twenty five hundred uh yards, about a hundred yards difference between the two. Rice has 19 touchdowns. Matt Ryan has 18 touchdowns. The offense about even. I think you know what? I think it's going to be a shocker of a game. I think the Packers are going to exert their will in this game. Going to drop the Falcons eight and three. So I'm going to go with the Packers on the road on this game. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah, i on the them,
1: huh? Yeah, I'm going to take the Packers yeah. on the road. Yeah.
2: Okay, make
1: Let's sure go ahead and get me back Just get me back in the lead real quick. Make sure it's a up to hold you.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> then we got our next game we got the Steelers going on the road to play the Buffalo Bills um, of course we all know the Bills can put up some big points Steelers of course they got their lockdown defense so Royce so you picking this game
2: you know I like the Bills I really do I just don't think they defense I, th- I gotta get the defense and defense, Pittsburgh is a lot better than the defense of Buffalo I gotta go with Buffalo no and go Pittsburgh.
1: Go on, Pittsburgh, this one. I, I think I might have to take this, I think I'm gonna have to take the Steelers too, Still because I think that I think their defense actually will slow down the Bills. And like the Bills can be slowed down, especially where they did uh, Cincinnati last week. But Rick, who you picking this game?
3: I'm I'm going with the Steelers too. Steelers have got the better defense and. You know, give them credit. They've been able to move the ball a little bit on offense, too. I don't think the Bills will be able to match up. Mm-hmm.
1: Let me yeah. win again uh, real quick because I forgot this dude was going to call in to get his picks. He's uh, sitting at 2-1 and one right now as well, too. Let's welcome uh, Chosen to the program. Chosen, you're live on the R-Sports RS radio show.
2: Hey, what's going on, everybody? How's everybody tonight? We're good. Right. How right. you doing, my right.
3: man? Right.
2: Doing pretty good, doing pretty good.
1: We wish we had you on earlier this show. We, we got a chance to kind of cover our little Cowboys experience and being on the field and and all that good stuff, man. We want to thank you for that opportunity.
2: Yeah, hey, well, I really appreciate it, man. I, I, I wish I could have been on earlier. I'm just getting off of work myself, so
0: uh, <laughs> I called
2: in. I, I, you know, this is a a, a a slightly different schedule show, so I, I, I break my neck each and every time I make it on the show. I appreciate you guys That's continuing good. to have me on. That's yeah, good, I, like being, I like being here. I like being here every
3: week. <laughs> 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 well,
2: I, well, you know, as, as we can all see at, at the end of the second half, you know, down to the last, you know, maybe five minutes, the tide was turning, so I think the tide is going to turn on these picks too. Yeah, oh, okay. well, let's get to it. Uh, let's, let's get, get you,
1: caught, caught, up, let's get right you <laughs> caught up real. Let's get you caught up real quick. We have got about fifteen minutes left of the program. so Let's get you caught up real fast. Uh, we already picked the, the Packers and the Falcons game. Uh, who you picking this game?
2: I'm going with the with the Falcons. Okay, going right. the Falcons. I'm Niners the only one that
1: took the Packers, by the way. Everybody else took the Falcons as well. Uh, then you have uh, the Steelers that uh, going on the road to play the Buffalo Bills. I, I gotta go with the Steelers. I think we are in agreement on that. Going with the Steelers as well too. Then we got the uh, Carolina Panthers on the road. They're one and nine going up against the Cleveland Browns at three and seven. Cleveland Browns of course with Cole McCoy, although he's he has a, a slight injury, he's still expected to play this game. Who knows who's gonna play quarterback for the Panthers? Uh Royce of course you get to pick first. You picking the Panthers or the Browns? I've been riding with the Browns the last two weeks. Going with Cleveland. I think I'm going with the Browns as well too. Chosen, who you picking this game?
2: Got to go with Cleveland.
1: Okay, got the Browns for you. And then Rick, who you picking?
3: We got to go with Cleveland. Got to go with Cleveland. Panthers ain't doing nothing.
1: (laughs) Who did they beat? The Panthers. The one game that they did win, I don't know who they beat. It was early in the season too. (laughs)
2: That Nobody might be the knows. first game of the season. Yeah. Right. Nobody knows. And Cleveland's
1: right. actually uh, the line on this game is nine points, Cleveland by nine. So I think everybody in America feels the same way we feel. Uh, you got the Jacksonville Jaguars, Jaguars, six and four, going up against the New York Giants. They're six and four. This game is in New York at the New Meadowlands Stadium. Royce, who are you picking? I
2: think the Giants bounce back this week. I'm going with the Giants. He's a man. In and, can't go get the manager too many times. Yeah. Manning is having a great
1: season. Got 21 touchdowns so far. Rick, who are you picking this game?
3: Uh, I'm going to have to go and give it to the Giants too, man. I, I don't think Jacksonville is, is better than the Giants, man. I, the Giants will hammer them.
1: think so. Okay. You think, oh, lucky Gerard. You know how lucky he's been out this season.
3: Man.
2: Joseph, who are you picking pick this game? I got to roll with the Giants as well, man. I just don't see them losing again. Not that not at this point in the
1: season. All right. Yeah. Well, if they lose this game, it's to be that third loss in a row, uh, which is kind of hard to hard to really believe. They got a three and two record at home right now, so it's not like they can't lose at home. I think I'm gonna still have to pick the Giants to win this game though, because I just don't think the Jaguars are as good as they record may say they are. They did beat the Colts at home, but, you know, they had some lucky, lucky plays. But I think the Giants are going to exert their will this time around. Uh, you got the Minnesota Vikings with their new head coach, Leslie Frazier, the interim head coach, his first game. They're going against the Redskins. The Redskins are going to be at home. As we all know, the soap opera Donovan, Donovan McNabb continues, along with Brett Favre. These are two soap opera teams playing each other. Now, the Vikings' road record is 0-5 right now, so they haven't yet to win on the road this season. The Redskins have a losing record at home. They're 2-3. Uh, they're also 5-5, five and five, so they're a 500 team. Royce, are so you going to pick this game? I say Minnesota wins because Brad Tiggins is gone. Mm. I'm
2: going with Minnesota. First win on the road.
1: I think, you know what, um, I, I, I kind of feel like you feel. I think without Brad Chisholm being there, I need the players to kind of wake up a little bit, kind of similar to what the Cowboys did. So I'm going to pick the Vikings to, pick, to beat up on the Redskins as well um, on the road, get their first row win. Uh, Chosen, who are you picking? I got a roll with the Vikings on this one, too, man. Got you down for the Vikings. And, Rick, well, I know you picked the tonight.
3: Oh, uh, it's, it's, it's without question with me. I mean, I do think that the coaching change will make a little bit of a difference, but I wish bad on the Redskins always with no injuries.
0: Uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> the Redskins gets nothing. I'm going with the Vikings. That's right. <laughs> on that game. Everything but injuries, man. I want them to, everything but injuries. <laughs> and we got the
1: uh, Tennessee Titans uh, going against the uh, Houston Texans. and uh, this is, of course, the battle of, of old Houston, new Houston uh, teams. going to be very interesting. Vince Young will not be playing this game. As we all know, the soap opera, they happened last week, and plus him having a torn tendon in his uh, throwing thumb. So he won't be there, won't be in his hometown. This game going to be in Houston. Of course, you know, the distractions are going on right now. Titans are starting a rookie uh, third-string backup in this game, and the line is actually even for this game. and Both of these teams are 5-5. Five and five. Uh, Royce, are you picking are you picking your Texans, or are you going to go with the Titans?
2: Well, if Gary Cottage was playing, I'd have to go with Tennessee. But since they're playing in Houston, I think houston got a little more power with a quarterback. I got to go to Houston. Yes, I think I'm going to go with the Texans also as
1: well, that game too. Rick, who are you picking this game? I, I think I'm
3: going to go with the Titans on this one. Really, you know what I mean? They, 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 got the third, they got the third they got the third string uh, quarterback coming in, but we all know that they fast coverage has been very shaky back there. So if he gets an opportunity to have a good game, this will be the one for him. I'm going with
1: Tennessee. Oh, It might be your limb game. Uh, uh, who you picking, Chosen?
3: Young Twig.
2: <laughs> you know what? I I, I gotta say that. I, I don't have much confidence at all in the Texans, and despite, you know, how crazy it may sound, I'm, I'm with my boy here, man. I'm going with Tennessee on this one. Really?
1: Wow.
2: Wow, there we go. Now we get some
1: separation going on here. and I'm going to speed them up a little That's bit. Really? And make sure we <laughs> I'm going to speed these picks up so we make sure we get a mile in. We got the Dolphins and the uh, Raiders, the Dolphins on the road going up against the Raiders. Now, both of these guys, the Dolphins have a 4-1 record on the road. The Raiders have a 4-1 w- record at home. They're both 5-5, and pretty evenly matched team. The line right now is Oakland by 2.5. So, Royce, are you picking? I'm going with the line. I'm going with Oakland. Going okay. with Oakland. Yeah. I'm going to pick Oakland also, too. They The offense fell asleep last week, but I think they wake up this time around. Who are you picking on this game,
3: Chosen? Um, I, I got to roll with the pack on this one. I'm going with the Lions.
1: Okay, man, who you picking in this game, Rick?
3: I'm going to have to go with Oakland, man, against my better judgment. I'm going to go with <laughs> Oakland. <laughs> well,
1: wow. there you go. It was got Oakland on this one, the black hole. She'll, she'll win this game. You got the Chiefs at uh, Seattle, Roy. She picking the Chiefs, so you picking the Seattle. Seahawks at home. I, I'm going with Kansas City. Even though Kansas City's
2: got a one and four record on the road. I don't care. I'm going with did you hear what I said? I'm the number one pick <laughs> of the, I'm going with Kansas
1: City. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm taking I'm taking K C too, but I always take K C. Rick, who you taking?
3: I'm taking K C too. Uh you know I don't believe in Seattle. So yep. uh, Casey can go down there and get this.
1: One. All right, and um, chosen he picking the line is even for this game.
0: Well,
2: unless Christmas comes a little early, I don't see how Kansas City will not win. So, all right, I've been I went against him once. I won't do it again. All okay.
1: right. Now, this to me is going to be the hardest game to pick this uh, week. You got the seven and three Eagles on the road playing the seven and three Bears. Both of these teams are seven and three. It's good to determine who's really one of the top teams in the NFC right now.
2: Roy, so I'll let you pick this game first. This, this is gonna be a this a hard game to pick, but I, I'm a, I'm going to keep riding with Mike a big till he mess up. I'm sorry, I I just I'm going to keep riding that odds. I gotta go with Philadelphia. Rick, are you picking this game?
3: I'm going with Philadelphia too, man. I mean. I think it's gonna be the same type of game as it was last week for Michael Vick. You know, he's gonna see that defense, and the defense ain't gonna, you know, have it played against a quarterback like him. And I think Vick will be able to pull it out.
1: Tell us you who you're picking.
3: Um, I got the roll with uh with Philadelphia on this one, man. Uh, I just like the streak that uh that that the Eagles are on, and I think they picked up on them at the right time in the season.
2: All
1: right, good pick, good pick. Mm. Well, you know what? I think I might have to go on a limb and I'm gonna pick the Bears. Oh, he's on a
2: trend.
1: And then, we pick the Bears. Pick. Wow. I think I'm pick the Bears. I need, I need a little separation. Then we'll go with the Bears this game. So you got you got the uh, Rams going on the road to play the Denver Broncos. Uh, Royce, what you what, what's your pick for this game? The Rams are 0 4 on the
2: road, by the way. I'm going, going to the Broncos. They got humiliated last week in San Diego. I don't see them getting that But kicked in my live stadium again. Mm. Going to the Broncos. them so, who you picking this game? I'm rolling with Royce
1: on
3: this one. And dangerous, I, I, I got man. to say, I don't,
1: I, I don't see him losing again either.
3: Rick, who are you picking? Not me. I'm going with the Rams on this one. Thank you,
1: man. Thank you. Somebody yeah, good. I'm, I'm
3: going gonna, I'm gonna to have to roll with the Rams on this one, man. I, you know, the Rams been blew out too this year, you know. So, you know, the Rams, met, hopefully they learn from it like the Broncos did last week, you know. So, yeah, I'm I think the Rams world. will go up there and get
2: it. I'm the let, Rams me, let me remind you, Rodney, it was cold Thursday. It's even colder in Denver. Yeah. It's going to snow in <laughs> you
1: gotta know that the outdoor say it's snowing. <laughs> I'm going with the Rams, man. I'm going with the Rams. I'm going with the young Sam Bradford. I'm going okay. with him. Then we got uh, the Buccaneers, uh, Buccaneers another it's another huge matchup. Buccaneers are seven and three. Ravens are seven and three. Buccaneers are four and one away from the away from home. Ravens are four and zero at home. They haven't lost a home game all season. Royce you get to pick this hard one first. Who who you picking?
2: I say the old man went against the young bucks. I got to go with the old man, Baltimore. Yeah, I got to go with the Ravens too. Although
1: their defense hasn't—I mean, they had a huge game last week, but the week before they allowed a late game drive to lose a game. The week before against Atlanta, I mean, if, if they get this offense clicking, the Ravens may have a hard time really trying to put the Bucks away. But I'm—I had to stick with the Ravens though. I, I think that's going to be an AFC team that might even make it to the Super Bowl. So I'm going to go with the Ravens as well on this game. Uh, Chosen, who are you picking?
2: Well, I think I'm going to go ahead, and uh, I might be able to deliver on here. But um, I think experience loses this go-round. I think mm. David, David slays Goliath.
1: Mm. You're going to the Young Bucks. Whoa, the Yo. Young Bucks. Rick, who are you picking
3: this game? I'm going to have to go ahead and go with the Ravens. I think the Ravens will pull this one out at the house. You know, Ray Lewis, he 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 loves winning at home. So I'm going with them.
1: All right. So we got that pick in. And real quick, Royce, you got the Chargers and the Colts. The Colts are at home. Who are you picking this game?
2: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to pick against San Diego in November. It really is. They they play the best football in November and December. I say San Diego keeps on rolling. Mm. Rick, are you picking this
3: game? I I, I agree with him. It's, it's hard to pick against San Diego in November, but I'm going to have to go with the coach at the crib. Yeah, I'm picking the coach. No. I'm picking
1: the coast at home too. And the line in this game is even, dead even. But I gotta go with the Colts. The Colts are four and at home. Chargers only one and four in a row. I think the Savers is best the row the coach. Uh chosen, who you picking? You know,
2: I, as much as I can't stand Peg Manning, um, I gotta say I don't think they lose at home after Thanksgiving. That's a no no if you if you really wanna uh
3: make it to the playoffs secure yeah. good good, uh, good, good uh, seating, shall I say. Yeah, so I'm
1: ready, I guess, Royce, you're on a limb that game. And our last game is going to be the Monday night game. we got about 60 seconds left. Royce, you picking the 49ers or the Cardinals? I'm going with the Cardinals. <laughs> Both teams are 3-7. and seven. Rick, who are you picking this game?
3: I'm going with the one they playing at.
1: They're playing in the Phoenix. The line is uh the line is actually 49ers by two and a half on the road. Although they haven't And, and the I game think the and, and I and I think time. I'm gonna do that. I'm rolling with the 49ers. Chosen, who you picking? I'm rolling with the 49ers. The 49ers? Give me the Cardinals, man. Cardinals Even though San Francisco's up up for some reason by two and a half, although they haven't run a r- road game all season. So. I'm going with the Cardinals at home. But those you were our picks, I well, thank everyone for a short, a short show. We'll be joining you guys Tuesday with a with a review for the Mavs and Heat game, also locker room interviews. Go to our blog, and you can see our picks live tomorrow morning, rsportsradio.blogspot.com. And, of course, thank everyone for tuning in. We'll see you guys on Tuesday. i see you all in the winter second, Sunday. <laughs>
0: you <laughs>